Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Justin live from B2B Vault, the payment technology podcast sponsored by Nationwide Payment Systems, hosted by this guy, the Axel Rose of payment processing himself, Alan Kopelman. And we'll be providing you educational information about fintech, small business, payment processing, and the technology businesses are using in the world today. And in today's podcast, We'll be providing you some payment trends and news for May of 2023. And please do not touch that mic ever again in your life. Okay. I won't touch the mic. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So it's uh, middle of May, my birthday weekend. Happy whenever, birthday, Justin. Whenever this podcast you know, gets aired, you know, my birthday is May 13th. It should be soon. I don't know. Yeah, my dad was May 18th. He's a cool dude then. He's a okay. tourist fellow bull i bet he was a stubborn mother son of a gun he was my dad he's been gone a while 1989 he passed i was nine i was 29. well i'm glad that you had that time with him yes i'm i am very blessed i still have my pops shout out to my pops the creator of this guy right here you know swimming around in his uh (laughs) <laughs> Shout out, yeah, Mister. Your your dad sends me like weird TikTok videos sometimes. My dad is intense, man. He's cool. He's pretty cool. He's all right. I love you, Dad. I love you, Mom. Anyway, yeah, Mother's Day is this. It week. is Mother's Day this weekend as well. You know, taking my mom again, out like, for dinner again. This is one of these prime examples of oh yeah, it's my birthday, and then oh yeah, don't forget it's freaking Mother's Day. Bang! No, I'm just saying. All the time? No, it's happening my entire life. Oh. Okay. I've been, I'm 43 years old. My birthday is on the 13th, which is the same second weekend, Mother's Day, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it does it. not matter. It, 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 it's all the time. It, it, yeah, like it could, it's just Mother's Day. That's it, like my birthday. It comes on the Passover holiday for the Jewish holiday. Well, see, there you go. Almost every year. So I never get a decent birthday. There you go. And then I had one of my daughters on May 17th. So not only is it Mother's Day, but it's also my daughter's birthday coming up. So it's kind of like, I just, since, I don't know. It's just like, man, like when people call me, you know, my daughter asked me, hey, you got any plans for this weekend? Like, what? And then their very next text messages is, hey, dad, I need some ideas for Mother's Day to get mom. Like, Like, dude, it's my birthday. You didn't ask me what I wanted, but whatever. It's all good. I don't care. I'm going to have a good time regardless. It is what it is. Yeah, so uh, it's payment trends. We haven't done payment trends in a while. Yeah, so let's get into it. Yeah. All right, so some here's the top news stories that are going on. You know, search the news. Look what's going on. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Even Rocky joined in. Thanks, Rocky. Thank you, Anna, Camille, and Samantha. I didn't get too red. <laughs> they were walking up on me again. See, man, today, real quick, quick story. I walk into the office, and all three of the ladies are sitting in the front of the room, and I'm, like, literally terrified to walk in the door because I didn't know if I was about to get jumped, stabbed, shot, beat up. I didn't know what was going on, man. They were just like it was just very uh, eerie, 
Like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was terrified, bro. I my I would have got pounded because my hands were full. They could have just jumped me and so what st- happened? Stunk me in a dumpster. Nothing. They were trying to figure out what was for lunch. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we had a nice uh, Asian lunch today. Chinese food. Chinese food. Uh, don't try to make it in some like Chinese know. food, bro. Chinese food. Okay, <laughs> listen, I don't. You don't know anymore. I had Szechuan broccoli. And I had oh yeah, you got to be careful with the yeah mushu chicken. And Rocky had some chicken wings. This dude put the mushu chicken on a tortilla with That's some plum sauce. It's not a tortilla; it's a rice. I know it's a rice crepe. Pack. Yes, I I know. Okay. So basically, <laughs> I had Chinese fajitas, sort of kind of Asian fajitas. Yeah, Asian fajita. I don't know if you could say. Can you say Chinese food anymore? We've said it like 10 times already. Well, it's done. We're canceled. We're done. That's it. Okay. We got them. Let's go on to the first news story. The first news story, we've talked about this a couple times on the podcast, but this thing keeps popping up in the news about Visa, changes the surcharge fee to confuse everyone and to send, and, you know, sending shockwaves through the, Merchant service industry, merchants don't seem to care about it. The credit card processors don't seem to care about it. Everybody's putting together workarounds. Meanwhile, in my opinion, Visa, you know, the Durbin Amendment, like put, let the genie, you know, put it out on the table. Supreme Court cases say that merchants can charge a fee and that's part of free speech. And there's been three or four Supreme Court cases. And in my opinion, this is probably going to go to court because MasterCard also, who usually agrees with Visa, said, oh, we're going to stick with 4%. So that was also another like kind of like jab. Mm. And who knows what's going to happen with this. Time will tell. I think Visa should pull up, put on the big boy pants. The, the genie is out of the bottle. The elephant is sitting in the room. And I think they should figure out, like, what they want to do. Because Visa's also being attacked, because we will we'll skip story. You know, I didn't put it in or, the right order. Story three is Senator Dick Durbin, not my favorite guy, and his cohorts are at it again, trying to figure out where they're gonna, how they're going to get this credit card competition act passed. And it failed miserably about bum, bum, bum. five or six times. Yeah, it keeps failing. Right, because they tried to stick it in a, a military appropriations bill, which another we, another military bill, some other bills, the housing, some other. They they try to stick it in the cannabis act. Yeah, too. they tried to put it in the cannabis act, and then they keep bringing up like the cannabis. You know, what's his what's his finish talking about Durbin? You know, the the whole thing. You know. Is just they're just I feel like Congress is completely uneducated. Some this one um, merchant advocacy group I feel like they're uneducated because they sit there and they're going complaining about the the whatever they call them swipe fees, like merchant fees. But what I think that they don't understand is that, you know they want to create this extra competition. Competition already exists. You have PayPal, Stripe, Square. Toast, Shopify, you have all these companies that offer payments. Now, granted, they all ride on the Visa MasterCard rails, right? It all rides on the same rails, but they've created their own ecosystems. 
You right. Know? They charge whatever price they want, which is much higher than a regular merchant you know, account. interchange pass-through merchant service account. And people don't seem to mind. But meanwhile, you got all this other side noise going on from these this uh, you know grocery store and this convenience store association. They shouldn't even be complaining. You know, if, if you want to fix credit card processing and your name is Senator Dick Durbin or you're on his staff and you happen to hear the podcast, feel free. Call me on the phone. I got a couple of suggestions. You could get Visa to put back. You the, should definitely be like on board of the merchant committee or something. I don't know if that's a thing. Like, no, but they should, you know, I should be on the board. I write articles in the green sheet. No, I'm talking about like, not saying that's not important, but like something that's like really where you can actually, people could hear your voice. Yeah. Well, it would be probably not, a good thing. It would you, be nice. Cause if, you're smart and you're, you know, you have a lot of experience with the topic. So, both of those together, you know, it's a good, good person to be in on a on a board, like defending payment processing. No, but in I've my gone, I've called a couple of these, you know, like places up. I have to call one on Monday, you know, but I tr I called one place up and I was like, I'd like to explain something. You know, you could get better. You know, like the convenience stores, they would get helped, and QSRs, quick service restaurants would get help if Visa would just put back the small ticket interchange that the Durban Amendment took away, mm. right? Put back the small ticket interchange. That'll fix a lot of problems with credit card processing, especially- You had a whole podcast talk, talk yeah, about that. It'll, yeah, we did a whole podcast. We did a whiteboard on YouTube. You can learn all about how it works. And, you know, what Durban is recommending doesn't exist. They tried it in Europe. It didn't work not going to happen so let's see what happens you know let's let it all play time out. will tell then the third news story is this okay so there's an email that's been circulating around through the community of people in the business mm -hmm. right so in the credit card world and a large credit card processor i don't know should i name the credit card processor I don't know if it's public. I guess it's public information. It's Can all you Google it? Um, maybe if you put it on Facebook, it would pop up. If you can find it on Facebook, then yes, it doesn't matter. Okay, so one credit card processor, Card Connect, also part of something else called Ignite Payments, which is part of First Data, now referred to as Pfizer, no, FIS. FIS or Pfizer, whatever, First Data. It's Pfizer, right? Pfizer is first data. Isn't that Pfizer with the, the forum? Pfizer? No. That's where they built the Bucks forum, like Milwaukee Bucks. They built this. Pfizer. I don't remember what first data. I don't want to Pfizer. Make, I want to make sure who's first data now. First data is Pfizer. Yeah. Yeah. F-I-S-E-R-V. Yeah, because well, they, they're the ones that built the, the right. arena So if in you Milwaukee. have a merchant account that's connected to Card Connect or Ignite Payments, if you're a merchant, you need to definitely check your statements and check your bank account because they released a information that's all over Facebook saying that from 2018 to 2022 that they underbilled merchants. And they're... Coming to collect? They're saying that they... they I, I don't know if they are... We're not connected to that company. 
So, I, you know, obviously I don't have someone to call on the phone and ask. But I'm being told by people who are connected through that company that they are looking to collect that money from merchants. I don't know how much merchants owe. But also some of the sales agents owe money back because they were also overpaid commission. I don't think that's very fair because in most cases... Yo, that is not neither the business's fault nor the sales people's fault if they're not charging the right that, amount of money. Well, I know in my most of my contracts it says you have 30 to 60 days to complain about your residual, and I usually make sure that that clause goes both ways. Smart. And, you know, in one case, we had a few years ago where one of the credit card processors came to me and they said, hey, you know for nine months we didn't charge merchants this fee and you know we're gonna we're not gonna charge the merchants the fee but you got overpaid x amount of money and in your contract it says 60 days but you know we'd like you to be possibly a little more lenient right so i said oh, what's the total number and then i agreed to we would pay half of it which was about 3500 bucks over, I said, you can't have it all at once. You lost it over eight months. I'll pay you back in eight I'll months. I'll pay you back over eight months. But I'm not taking on the whole 7000 bucks. Right. So I said, I'll do 3500 and you can divide it by eight and take it out of our commission. <clears throat> okay, we got overpaid. We'll give you it back. Now, we could, all, we could have said, hey, we're sticking to the contract, but we want to be a good sales partner, not you know, right. be... A big pain in the butt to them, and so that's what we did. You still business with doing business with them? Um, well, we do business. We still do some business with that company. There you go. So, how long ago was that? That was about seven or eight years ago. Exactly. That's and, a good example of like we had just doing good business. Just do good business, man. We had another company one time. They were overpaying us. We showed them how they were overpaying us on the spreadsheet. We sent it to the vice president, the CFO, and the president, highlighted in yellow, that we're being completely overpaid. We're getting a hundred percent commission on this one client. They did nothing about it. When they finally looked into it, God, I don't know why they didn't look into it when we sent it to them. They sent. They called us back. They go, you know, you told us about this, and we feel really dumb. We're not going to ask you for the money back because it's our mistake. So going forward, you know, you're going to earn a little less on the client because we were giving you, instead of 70% commission, we gave you 100% commission. So they, you know, but they ate it. Which is an example of doing, being in doing good business. And then they thought it was pretty messed up that they found the emails that I had sent them for like six months going, you're overpaying us on this client because we don't want to give the money back. Yeah. They, I kept sending it to them every month. And they like, I'm like, why didn't somebody check it? But well, I'm it's not. this Fed now crap, man. Oh, so Fed now. Okay. I'm hearing like, I'm seeing videos on TikTok, videos on Instagram, videos on Facebook, videos on YouTube. Oh, Fed now is coming. Fed now is coming. No, Fed now is not coming. So hopefully Camille cuts this out of the thing. 
fed now is not coming. You're not going to wake up one day and there's going to be some fed now app on your phone and then magically you're going to connect your bank account and then you're going to run around doing fed now to pay everybody. I'm, I'm, I disagree, but keep going. You disagree? The date already passed for the release of Fed Now. So has I'm just saying I, don't, I, I I'm well, not saying the, that it's not here's the here's yeah. the here's the pros and the cons of Fed Now. Okay, the pros of Fed Now obviously there's going to be lower fees for businesses to collect money. So you walk in, you pay with Fed Now. There's going to be lower fees mm-hmm. for that. The con of that is as a consumer why would you want to do that why would because let's say it's the same as like okay you pay with cash app right so if you pay me with cash app right it costs a little you know there's maybe some cost to that or you send me a zelle right and there's no cost or sometimes if it's a business they charge the business a dollar right right and and you send the money but now let's just say you came in you came to my house and you fixed my air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And I paid you a thousand bucks. And now my air conditioner breaks. I call you on the phone. Hey, Justin, my air conditioner broke. I paid you a thousand bucks. You know, can you come back and fix my air conditioner? You could tell me to go pound sand. And I can't get my money back. Now, if I gave you a credit card, I have my consumer protection. And I just don't think that consumers are going to give up that protection that they have with the credit card companies and beyond the protection that you have by using a credit card, the ability to charge back. Can you imagine during the pandemic, you paid for all your air, you paid for a bunch of air travel, hotel and a vacation and this and that, that you had planned out and it was all canceled. I mean, I was owed a few thousand dollars from like Ticketmaster for concerts whole bunch of concerts that I bought tickets for because some concert tickets go on sale seven, eight months in advance, right? Mm-hmm. Everything was canceled. My Adam Sandler concert, the Eagles, the, the, the concert in Cedar Rapids. I was going to see the Harlem Globetrotters. My daughter was going to play with them. I had plane tickets to go to Atlanta, uh, plane tickets to go to Seattle, plane tickets to go to Cedar Rapids. Yeah, I was I had outstanding between the planes, the hotel, between the plane and the t- concert tickets, about five or six thousand bucks. That's terrible. Right now, if you paid all that with Fed now, guess what? You ain't getting that money back. You're not gonna get the money back. The business, the business, not they don't. There's no rule saying they have to give you the money back. So this Fed now, while it's coming out, oh, we could go move this money here, there, and everywhere, right? Is, a, is what it is, there's no consumer protection. It's crazy. There's no consumer protection. Like, you had your daughter. What was the story? She paid somebody for sneakers. How much money? Uh, almost 300 bucks. Okay. And she, did she get the sneakers? No. And now, can she get the money back from, what was it, Cash App? Did she complain to them? You're not getting your money back. Well, guess what? The same thing exists with Fed now. Oh, yeah. That's- Any... One of those, any app like that. Though. Right. So anytime you're transferring money, FedNow, Cash App, Zelle, Venmo, Venmo, PayPal, this, that, you cannot get your money back. The rooter to the tutor, man. So are, are consumers ready to, for the fastness of money? Are consumers ready to do that? What As a do? consumer, I mean, 
Do you want to give up your credit card protection? I'm not. If she I'm paid with a credit, it. if she paid with a credit card, you'd have your money back. I know. You're three hundred bucks. I know. That's a lesson to be learned. It's definitely a lesson. I, I always, I'm with you, bro. I, you okay. know, I, I mean, I agree with you. I don't think that, uh, you know, using all these, you, I, we always are on the same boat as far as the third party apps. I'm, you know, um, I, I do believe that the United States is in a bit of a transition and they're going to try to fig catch up to the rest of the country. But the other problem with fed now is this. Okay. I'm driving a car, a gas car. You have a gas car. Yes. Okay. What if they decide that's how you have to pay for gas. You only pay with fed now and you drive you're driving. They decide, Oh, Alan and Justin, you guys drive too much. Sorry. You can't get 40 bucks of gas at, BJ's or Costco or Wawa, you can only get twenty bucks. How are you gonna feel about that? Should they should they have that much control over At, our money? Government should not have control over that. Right. Well, that's the problem. You know, just the same thing. Like, I mean, I this is this. If, if you're paying attention, this is happening all across the world. Yeah. Well, it's happened. Like other countries don't have the same kind of credit that we have, but they have those payments through the bank like that. But that's some. I'd have to go look into it. But I believe that Alipay and WeChat they do have dispute processes. Okay. Oh yeah, I have no idea. I don't know, but because it's in another language. But I'm just saying, like, unless there's a dispute you would hope so. I'm sure. Right. Unless there's a dispute process, I don't want to use that product to make my payments. Yeah, man. All I just say is like when I I, I disagree about the Fed now thing. I really do. It's going to be like the Beatles album that was just on your phone. What was the album that just White the album. YouTube album? Oh, YouTube. And when you know you woke up one morning and everybody's phone had YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Yeah, the YouTube. Yeah, YouTube dropped. So, a yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a firm believer that when they do drop the fed now it'll kind of happen a little similar to that yeah, um, but businesses i don't think businesses want to yeah the adoption rate of that is going to be slow as a snail right? right i mean just like look at it's just like anything crypto etc 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 you keep going on and on, and on yeah but. we saw a story about crypto this morning we'll talk get into that i didn't put it on the list but we'll get into that in a minute but the thing is with the fed now thing i don't think consumers in the united states are ready for that you know, while I see young people, I think they're ready for it. I just think that I don't think that people are. They don't understand the consequences of it. Well, my son, he got ripped off the same way your daughter did. Mm -hmm. Now he pays everything with a credit card. He will not do any PayPal, no Zelle, no cash app to pay for anything. He pays with everything with his credit card. Somebody doesn't. Somebody, if he doesn't get what he needs, or he what does he's a charge to, back. Yeah, that's how you should do yeah, it. He does a charge back, and he gets his money back because you know he learned his lesson the hard way. And people need need to know that you know while they're going to come out with this thing, Fed now, this isn't the save all and all that. Plus, I don't want Big Brother looking at what I spend. Oh, they're going to look at oh, well, you buying uh, you buy too many pairs of you buy too much underwear. Why are you buying so much underwear? Right. Or you have too many pairs of shoes. You've bought too, you too many too fitted many hats, hats this month, Justin. You bought too many hats, Justin. I, I would kick the, the I would kick the, the machine over. Right. And telling me what I can buy or can't buy. No, but then this, you know, so You're not my mama. So fed now. Don't be don't don't believe all the hype, okay? It's not going to be one day you're going to wake up and everybody that's the only way you're going to be able to pay. Fed now. 
th- I can tell you one thing: the credit card companies they don't want it. They're making a ton of money, so that would really destroy banks. Their income would be destroyed. Do you have a whole podcast about banks? I mean, we could talk about banks for a whole podcast. I know we could talk, but I'm just saying, income would be destroyed. I just don't see it working. All right. Right away. So let's move on to the next. Hot one. off the press, we got the AI train. Jeez. Yeah, the AI train is oh. out of control. AI, AI, AI. Every day, there's new videos. You've been um, using AI for the past decade, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, well, maybe not a decade. Yeah. Well, there's been a five lot years of- at least, six years. There's a lot of AI that's been around. I mean, they check your credit. They check all kinds of stuff using AI. Voice to chat. You know, voice to chat. That's oh AI. Oh, my God. Yes, that's AI. Oh, no. Predictive text. Oh, my God. It's AI. Right. You've been using it for a long time, man. Yeah, AI's out there. You know, and I think people need to sit down and, and figure out how to use AI at their business, you know. And... uh yeah, I think it's pretty Yeah, man, cool. I mean, we're using AI for a few things. Uh, yeah, I mean... It I, gives I, you ideas. You still need the human... I don't use it for that. With it. I use it for processes, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I said, hey, I want you to be a social media marketer manager. Create right. a 30-day marketing right. plan. Right, right. Just for poops and giggles right and spit out some pretty you know very yeah, useful you can get stuff. ideas from it yeah no it. i mean i'm just saying like if you're gonna use it for that use it for that but their artificial intelligence is gonna take over yeah i think there's gonna be a lot of different uses it's gonna take time it's not like all of a sudden everybody's gonna lose their job to artificial intelligence i agree I think that there's going to be a huge shift in the marketplace. I mean, in the workforce. It's probably going to, you know, they're probably going to have to, you know, and I don't, you know, and like, I don't think you should get a college degree in it, but I think AI is here. And I think like on the high school level, or even maybe before that, they need to start thinking about like, hey, in middle school, we need to teach kids how to use AI. Well, yeah. So like the, the, the prompt engineer thing is popping up all over LinkedIn. I don't yeah. know if you're on there or looking at it, but yeah, they're talking so about what it. a that prompt a- engineer is someone who creates the, I want you to be an expert in uh, content creation. Write me a 400 word article describing B2B payment processing and what are the benefits and what are the you know pros and cons of this, and et cetera, et cetera. Like those, if you create a prompt like that, you will get a better answer than write me a four hundred word article about payment processing. Right. So the prompt engineer is is the person like creating these prompts and then making the extensions for like your browser and stuff like that. So, I mean, in schools, yeah, I think that these kids, they do need to be teaching. Like, yo, the kids need to have, they need to put STEM in every school. Like, science, technology, engineering, and math. And that is it. Yeah, but the thing is, is like. And arts. Every kid needs to get a laptop. Every kid needs to learn how to use Microsoft Office Suite. Learn how to make Excel spreadsheets. Learn basic accounting. People need to learn the basic things that you need 
to do a job. But yeah, but we're getting off subject. But AI, you know, you could use these the AI for all those tools, right? And like, and it can help the youth. It can help them in school. It can help them do better at their research papers. I mean, I don't. I'm super upset that I keep hearing like all these schools banning it. It's just well, you know, it's the lack of the, it's just it's just them being lazy. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to. If you don't want them to use it because you don't know how to use it, what does that say about you? You know what's interesting? When my daughter was at University of Florida, when she was there studying, when she first got there with her laptop and she hooked it up to the Wi-Fi, you know, the internet for the university, mm -hmm. she had a couple of programs on there and it said, oh, you need to go down to the front desk and talk to, to the technology guys down there and like, oh... Because she had like some music app on there and something else, and they had to remove it all off of her laptop. Because of the secure network. Yeah, because they don't want to. Yeah. And 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 also like it was funny when you, she was living in off-campus housing, all the internet comes from the university and all the all over town. So if you want to have free internet, let's say you rented a house, mm -hmm. then you want to have internet, you don't want to pay for it, you can just get it from the school. Nice. But you had to obey the rules. So they can control what websites you can go to and not go to. Yeah. You know, so that's pretty interesting. The other story we read today was an article that came out from this. There's this sort of processor. They're like a stripe called Circle. And Circle was the company that was one of the main companies backing the USDT coin against the dollar. And the way they were backing it up was with T-bills, mm. with treasury bonds. Yeah. And I guess the treasury bonds that they bought, that they bought them so long ago, the interest rate was so low. It was good when they got them. Right. But but they held on to them. Too long. Right. So they were all, sh they were supposed to be short term, you know, you, you keep it for like a week and you sell it. Right. But they got into it too long term. And now they're in my, trouble. They're in trouble if people would go and start selling their US because they're for, yeah. They, well, basically what they're saying is also a, what the article was saying is that they're not about to put their money or their trust in the Treasury Department for their for crypto. They don't want the Treasury Department to to control crypto, do crypto because it's failing. There is no Treasury right now. Yeah, the Treasury's raising. They're talking about raising the rates again. When we're already the having record inflation, what? huh? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even want to keep talking about it. Okay. Like, let's not get crazy. Yeah, the Treasury Department. So basically, at the end of the day, crypto, the crypto companies who created the coins, they don't trust the Treasury to to regulate or back the 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 the, the coins. Right. The crypto. The and I get it. Digital, <laughs> cur digital currency. I, I I'm. That's why I say part of the stuff with Fed now is a little bit messed up because. You're going to need to have digital currency. I mean, it's been like this huge snowball. Like, you know, they was poking at crypto. They poked into the point where, it's, you know, it kind of blew up. The, right. the balloon bubbled. Yeah, we're going to the... And then they to, were poking at the banks who were supporting the crypto. Right. What happened to those? The balloon blew up. Right. And now there's... Po like, yo, like, how much poking are you guys really trying to do? It's really... I don't understand it. Well, I, the, I, some, I, I'm not an e economist. You know, maybe someone who listens to the podcast can explain it to us. You know, um, but yeah, man, it's just the. It's basically the policies that the government has right now are not 
are not pro they're not helping with what's going on right now because you don't want that all of a sudden again that doesn't make any sense to me because you're not an economist either no so we need somebody to break it down that can 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 explain to me their rationale of what their like their their strategy to deal with this situation. We don't know what the strategy is. To me, it looks like choke point two point It just seems like they're letting the whole system fail. Yeah, the government wants the crypto to fail, so they're attacking crypto, yes. attacking the crypto banks, taxing the heck out of crypto, and we're going to Bitcoin twenty twenty three, and next week, right? It's next week. Yeah, the eighteenth it starts. So we're gonna go down there and see what's going on with crypto at Bitcoin twenty twenty three. Should be cool to see the And then the, the other growth. thing that's was in the news and kinda of like pops up and then disappears is marijuana, cannabis. And some bills popped up in Congress mm -hmm. and then they were gonna vote on them and then they didn't vote on them. What about it? They wanted to vote on the Safe Banking Act. Oh that yeah. Right. And then they, they built it all up. Oh, we're going to vote on the Safe Banking Act. We want the Safe Banking Act. Blah, 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 blah. Everybody was talking about it. Not not the president, but the, the Democrats, the Republicans, the House, the Senate. Right? It was all going back and forth. Looked like, oh, we're going to actually put a vote. You know, they're going to actually do something with cannabis. Yeah. And then, poof. It just drops off, you know. They don't. I mean, it, they don't go for the vote. Yeah, for me, it seems like it's been like this for about I don't know, twenty years now. Listen, if they wanted, you know, I just don't understand. Like, you have a deficit right now, and you have all <laughs> you, kinds of problems. You could literally be fixing the whole infrastructure of the United States. Yeah, exactly. They would tax cannabis, a multi-billion-dollar business. They would. We could just prop up the economy. In the. It's, while we're on the cannabis thing, the the way that Florida is doing it, shame on y'all, man. Well, I, I think every state is pretty much disorganized. No, Florida is. Yeah, it's medical. been legal down here for six years. It's medical. How many one. dispensaries are in Miami? Tons of them. No, in like Miami Beach. Oh, only None. a couple. No, there's None. Couple. There's one. There's one on Miami there's, Beach. No, I'm saying in that area of like what, like South the, Beach. The, just the whole. That, there's one. Really. South Beach dispensaries. Medical. South Beach dispensaries. I just read a whole article about it. There, people are super upset. Well, there's the city commissioner keeps rejecting everybody's applications and gladly tells them to take it up with the whatever. Well, I'm looking state right supervisor here. Or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm watching right here on Miami Beach. There's one. No. Two, yeah. One, two, three. No. Dispensaries. Uh-uh. Yeah, right. Look on the map. I don't, this is not accurate. Cause it's not accurate? They're no. closed? I know there was a couple that opened and then they got closed down. Yeah, no, this is just, no, Alan, that's not as <laughs> I can, I can do this. Okay. So, temporary closed. Oh, okay. I didn't look, click them all. This is just a smoke shop. And I think the can of bliss is the one that I'm talking about. Okay. That's the one that's open? That No, that's the only one that has a license. Wow. And there hasn't been any more licenses given out. This, the city commissioner, the, was that the right word for that? 
Does, does, do they have like city commissioners? Yeah, they have a city commission. Well, this one says it's open, truly Miami Beach. I don't know. I think there's only a couple down there, but you know, from the article, of, I said that there's one in the. In, I'm talking about in a specific oh, area specific that I'm talking area. about. Okay, right, like wherever Collins Avenue is, not Collins Avenue. Yeah, this one's not. Yeah, I know. I'm, that's what I was saying on Miami Beach. I know that there's only. I think there's just one. Literally, on and, South Beach. And the guy was uh They were just, you know, I just don't understand. Like, no, the way that the city commissioners, like, he was, he's blatantly saying, like, yo, if you have a problem. We running out of time? If, if you have a problem, take it up with the this guy. Oh. Yeah, well, it's a problem. Cities need, you know, the states need to have laws, and the cities need to follow the laws when it comes to cannabis. And the federal government needs to legalize cannabis. So the top news stories we covered was Visa, are they going to deal with the elephant in the room with search with uh you know respect to merchants charging fees we talked about durbin and him trying to get his credit card competition act i offered to come help you guys out with that to come up with a better plan than you You did um large credit card processor might be billing back billing merchants that's that's shysty fed now we talked about talked about ai Talked about what's going on with crypto. Bitcoin 2023 is coming up next week. Gonna, gonna be let's see what's going on with that. And then we talked about cannabis. And then I want to give a shout out a guy that I know in the credit card processing business for many years, Derek Vowels. He passed away the other day. Moment of silence for Derek. And I spoke with uh, quite a few mutual friends, you know, mm-hmm. of him. We shared stories. Derek was a fun guy, always smiling, always saying funny stuff. He, you know, we work. He worked at a few companies that we did business with over the years, so we had a business relationship, personal, re- good guy, and a big shout out to Derek. Rest in peace, bro. Yeah, rest in peace, and. Uh, well, yeah, man, on a more lighter note. On a lighter note, thank you for listening to the podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube. Hit the like, subscribe, turn on post notifications. Never miss another episode. Head over to b2bvault.info. You can sign up for a merchant account, sign up for uh, be a guest. You can uh, send me and Alan a question if you need be, or a complaint, or just yell at us, whatever. Yeah, ask us a good question. Hate mail. We're all we're all for all. <laughs> we don't want hate mail. No, I, I don't care. You send it to Rocky me. I love Mark. reading it. Um, it's hilarious to me. And uh, yeah, man. So you know, keep up the good work. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Hope you had a good Mother's Day. Happy birthday Happy to Happy birthday me to Justin and many more. Woo. All right, y'all. Peace. I hope we didn't run out of time on